them all I hope you hear these words I ain't here to flip no birds or sip no serve Hope the future generations can get this urge Stay woke, youngin' And avenge these nerds, uh Fuck it, it's Friday night and every it's Tuesday night and everybody's out. We got I, I, close enough. <laughs> it's Friday uh, somewhere. It's Friday somewhere. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so in case you guys didn't wonder uh, didn't notice we have George Medina and Mighty <laughs> Palm back on the show. Listen again, they What's at this up? point they have a reserved uh, seat on the couch. <laughs> always, always, oh, I'm always man. happy to see when they're here. Dude, awesome. indeed. Thank so, in case, you wonder, in case you guys are wondering, smile. We had an awesome time in the green room. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Christ! Oh, it got heated. Oh, boy. There were oh, there was boy. things about football teams. There was things about gorillas. I don't the know. The best thing happened. that happened today was that we got SWAT cats announced for. The Is remind. that real? Is that yes. real? Yes. I don't. I won't believe it till I. I. I, I want. I, I'm kind of like that too. I, but I. It, I did the whole like. Searching multiple sources and it's true. <laughs> I saw it on my feet. I'm like, this ain't real. Right. No, no, same, same, absolutely same. Until I saw the Google search of like a bunch of people breaking the story and I was like, like okay. a phishing scam. That's what this is. <laughs> to get my personal data. <laughs> George, Paul, how have you guys been? What's up? Oh, Welcome man. back. Oh man. This is gonna be a show. <laughs> this is, is this is gonna be it's gonna be something. <laughs> For everybody who like Peacemaker, raise your hand. <laughs> I'm gonna take my hater, hand out of frame. <laughs> you can't see the hater here. That's Let's see the hands for those who like Boba Fett. I, I you mean Book of Mandalorian? Like you mean the book, book the best, the best episode of Boba Fett, which didn't have the main character Boba Fett I'm, in I'm, the episode? I'm so yeah, glad I'm here for this. I will say, like episode. Mandalorian is a lot better, but oh. Book of Boba isn't bad it's just it's not, not what bad. everybody it's not what everybody not wants what everybody or wanted. expected george you, you're ready for your i favorite? have something on that but i gotta save it wait let's just yeah let's go with announcements yeah, first yeah, before we do that so let's get into some announcements so here's some announcements um listen to the medusa's cascade every saturday new episodes come out make sure you guys are listening and beyond con is happening october i mean october sorry august 20th what and with you and I, am today? I am off yeah i am so off it's listen, friday listen <laughs> i took my dog it's friday that's it it's friday that's why we're gonna say it's friday it's friday somewhere um in some alternate reality um august 20th and 21st and beyond con is going um again online so make sure you guys are saving the dates also to what else was there oh yeah love to throw away though that just come on throw it in there the book the book the book i can uh well to the book uh, the link. To, to the book uh i could try oh, god you don't have the link by now jesus christ all right so my first book uh to the boy that grew up is out now uh available on amazon for digital and for uh physical copy prints uh it has been selling really well. Everyone's loved it. I love the love. Uh, I've seen like an unboxing of it. I almost cried. It's a whole thing. Uh, 15 poems and 15 photos over the past 20 plus years of me doing this. And I'm excited for more. Also to guys catch Pong because we have Pong on the show today on twitch.tv forward slash sin shop. I put the link there. So make sure you're joining Pong every Monday and Tuesdays. I mean, Mondays and Fridays. See, look, I'm making the fucking days. Mondays and Fridays. You can catch me here on Tuesdays, uh, but uh, Mondays (laughs) and Fridays, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. 
Yeah. And and George, George, give your announcement. You 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 have a Kickstarter announcement, right? Wonder Duck is coming soon. Yes, Wonder Duck. Wonder Duck is coming on uh, May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Uh, hey. Wonder Duck will be live right now. I have a pre-launch uh, page up. So you guys can check that out, click the link. And if you do click the link and let me know that you click that link, I will be sending you guys a PDF of a print that's going to be um, just for the people who sign up. So it's going to be exclusive to you guys. And then if you guys do pledge on the day of the campaign, I will send you an 8x10 print of that same uh, photo to you guys. So that's going to be that's going to be fun. So, yeah, if you guys make sure you get on there and, uh, and support, you know, the duck. What duck? We we got the duck, the wonder duck. I can't wait, bro. Um, again, <clears throat> excited George, for you. Indeed, George has been killing it with his um again his other buddy, the other I half. Feel like everyone's been dropping projects left and yeah. right, and I'm here for it. Let's yeah, go, dude. It's, it's busy, and 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 I just I don't know if you guys saw that on the tomorrow. If you guys are available, we're gonna be live. We're gonna be talking about um you know the Robert Kirkman hey, incident with uh, artists and all that other stuff you guys want to come on and talk about that on the show we're going to be live doing that oh, so I got to research that I didn't hear that open yeah. open I yeah, kind of I, I heard about it but uh, I'm not like too familiar with it yeah yeah but sure. hello Arellas. Yeah, hello so boy what's up? what's up what's up and then, and then Dave came in with the dates oh yes there, <laughs> right after 22nd 1973 my, my boy right here you know <laughs> yes yes and he's, speaking, he's speaking that sea bass language. He is. You go. He is. That's it. Listen, listen. There's all the bourbon today. Let's go. It's fine. I'm I'm hungover off of uh, Chick Fil A. <laughs> there we go. But here Taco we go. Tuesday, man. But okay. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. I get, but he gets a little that sauce. Yo, in this him, year, next Taco thing you know. Tuesday, like two, like two twenty-two twenty-two, is a Tuesday. Oh, so wow. it's amazing. Let's wow. have fun. Cool. <laughs> Just have to put that out there. Tell oh, it's the, my turn. My bad. <laughs> yeah, okay, do it. So, so before before we start, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I understand that this is a nerds podcast, and we are talking all things nerdery in which of piece of Peacemaker and and uh, Boba Fett. But I'm sorry. I have to say, the greatest quarterback of all time has retired today, and I'm cracking one for him. Oh no! Yes. <laughs> oh no! I, who removed you from frame, kid? It's like it's like someone didn't care. What the fuck was this? All <laughs> yeah, right, you know what? I don't care. Maybe oh, twelve greatest quarterback of all time. Nah. I'm I'm happy. Anyway, so <laughs> so we were talking spoilers, my friends. Yes. We're gonna be talking book of Boba Fett. Uh, the episode known as what is the episode known? Because it ain't Boba Fett. Uh, it is Return of the Mandalorian. The best episode of the series did not have Boba in it, and I'm very confused. Uh, I know everyone has their own hot takes of where this show is going, but I, for one, am very happy that we got some Mandalorian because it was well worth the wait. Where was this man? We miss you. Please come back for season three. And tomorrow's episode, he potentially may be getting Grogu or whatever the fuck, and which is how we're going to uh, deal with the fact that Luke sucked as a Jedi Master. <laughs> uh, and then later on tonight, we'll also be talking two episodes of Peacemaker. We'll be discussing The Chode Less Traveled and Monkey Dory, in which we will all discuss in how much the show's amazing. And Law will sit there and be a hater of all haters because the DCAU has done something to him that I can't understand. So it is what it is. Let's get to it. Mandalorian is in Boba Fett, and everyone knows that there are butterflies in skulls via Peacemaker. So let's go. There we go. First, right, so let's move. get to uh, we got the Hey Dudes. What's, What's up? up What's up? What's up, Aniba? Michelle. Michelle does not approve of that message tone. 
<laughs> David also doesn't approve that. Just saying, you know. And yes, we do want to see Baby Yoda back. I, I, I will say, when I last week I, I was in the chat and I said that I read that Grogu was going to be on the show. You guys laughed me off, and now he may actually be on the show. I just wait. Wanna, I, I, they were like, <laughs> I don't think so, I don't, but. I mean, I, I guess. I, I guess. I, to be I guess, fair, I was not here last week. No, you were not. Law I guess. I guess. Dave wait, wait, Filoni. Law was here last week. He was in the chat. I, I was in chat, but I, I wasn't yeah. seeing all of chat. I guess I Dave Filoni and John Favreau just had to figure out how they're going to work around the the prequel, the prequel trilogy, the so. sequel trilogy, and the fact that Luke sucked at his job. So, <laughs> Ezra, we'll Ezra, maybe we never know. I mean, anything could happen right now. I think in the Ahsoka show, we're getting Ezra. Oh yeah, sounds likely. Most likely. So, so, so I want to get everybody's feedback on this episode. The episode uh, that did not star uh, Boba in it. It starred our homeboy Mando doing Mando things and just pretty much carrying the franchise on his back. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, George. Go ahead. You, you, you had some hot takes last week. Come on. Yeah, well, listen, according to IMDb, the book of Boba Fett episode five is the highest rated episode to date. And Boba Fett, Boba Fett wasn't even in it. So, like, <laughs> that says a lot about, and I thought it was only me. I was like, maybe it's just me and Pong. You know, we, we you know, maybe we don't, we just don't. But it, it looks like there's more people out there who are thinking that maybe this show isn't exactly, you know, and like you guys said, what we expected, but also I don't think it's being, you know, well received. I, I just, I, I don't I don't think it's all that great to be honest with you. So I've this decoded is, it. This is reminding me of Abe Simpson old man yelling, not my Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> so so I will not be yelling and I know why now. I, I came to this realization as I was getting ready for the show. Here's the thing. This ep this this whole series is something that I will I will hereby dub Veggie Tales. This is an episode <laughs> called Veggie Tales. Why? Why now? What the hell? Why are you calling it Veggie Tales? Because you gotta eat your veggies <laughs> if you want what's coming next. <laughs> so you gotta power through this. These are your veggies. Oh, you gotta oh, eat them. Okay. And then okay. later on, you're gonna get a new series of Mandalorian, and you're gonna get Ahsoka Tano, and you're gonna get Ezra, and all the other things. You're gonna get those, but you gotta eat your veggies first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What if you That's, hate the broccoli? It's just a shame that Boba Fett had to be the vegetables when he came into the he came into Mandalorian season two, and we we're all like hot. Yeah, we were like we're here yeah. for it. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think you know the flashbacks worked really well, and I'm I'm good with the flashbacks. Uh, but it's just taking so long to develop where he's going that it took away from the the hype that we got from him in this show, which was yeah. a bummer. Because all it took was for Mando just to show up in a silhouette and we're all like, I want more. What's up, Vic? <laughs> Vic over at comments, guys. Yeah. yeah, no, I I, I really I had to talk with Wicked about the show, too. It's just funny that Book of Boba should have just been tied into Mandalorian Season 3. And we could have had it as a side story going on why Mando was doing Mando's things. This this episode that had Mandalorian, it was... It, it was, it was um, it was a gift to Star Wars fans because you bring these Naboo fighter in it. You have Boba. We learn more about the Black Saber. Um, right. And then, you know, the fact that it, it, it just tied into more with them. You did, And I, I'm slowly seeing that the book of Boba is not about Boba, but it's more about the surrounding characters in the world. And 
it just sucks because your main character is falling flat. Everything around him, I'm for it. I love everything that's happening. Um, but in terms of the main character, he's just a he a this sixth episode, he has to hit a home run. Otherwise, it's I don't I I wouldn't want to book a boba season two. Go ahead, Lo. Um I don't know if like Book of Boba is supposed to, I'm going to take a wild shot in the dark. I don't know if Bo, Book of Boba is supposed to give us a season two. They're probably going to give us something to like a crime syndicate show. So they're setting up Boba as like, hey, the, I'm going to be a major player, but we're also going to see a lot of other major players. Um, do I love the show? I'm not in love with the show. I'm like not over the moon with the show, but I like it. I like that the character has gone from the Sarlacc pit and been this like, you know, myth legend kind of guy and kind of shed all that away to like grow and become this, whatever character he's being now. Uh, not a lot of people like it. Hashtag not my bow, but the whole to do, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like this episode from what I saw um, with him, uh, with uh, Jin in the, the dark saber was taken like from rebels. If I'm not mistaken, uh, when, uh, I forgot what her name is with the uh, the colorful Mando armor, um, but she was uh, trying to wield it and then eventually realized how to. Um, armor is it? No, it, it was it no. wasn't it wasn't Bo-Katan. No. It was oh. uh, I can't remember it's her Arela, name. I, 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 I never Sabine. I never brought... Sabine. Thank Arela's, you. Arella's got you. Yes, thank you, Sabine. Sabine. Uh, so, uh, you know, overall. I think like tomorrow's episode or it yeah tomorrow's episode is going to be one of those things where we all want a slam dunk out of the park kind of thing. If we don't get it, it's I feel like because we set expectations too high. And we we probably went into this wanting a show that was some something completely different and we got a show and we're not happy because that's not the show we wanted. But it's not the. It's like Eternals all over again. It's not that show for that. It's a show to like place and project you to wherever it's supposed to go. Veggie tales. So, so <laughs> I will say that um, in regards to the what we like, what our expectations were. My expectations were pretty much just what we got from Mando season one. Like we knew Mando season two was going to be bigger and better, but Mando season one came in and just threw their shit on the table when he walks in and does his his famous line of I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. I heard yeah. that line on the train. I'm like, oh shit, I'm in. Right. I was like, this Stone ain't... immediately gave me his yes. Disney Plus like, I did. Info. I was, he was like, you're watching that shit right now. Like, Disney Plus launched and it was all buggy <laughs> and everything, but I was able to download and watch this episode on the train to work and I'm walking to my office and I told Law, here's my password, watch this shit right now. <laughs> like, like, so that was the expectation that I've no never, one, I've no, never yeah. co-signed something so fast. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like I didn't have that expectation for Mando. Like, I was excited for it. Pedro Pascal's in it. Look, like the casting and everything got me excited. I'm gonna watch this no matter what. So going into Book of Boba, I had that same expectation of like this is gonna be as good as season one, and also how they brought Boba Fett in and the way he portrays himself. I'm like, oh, all right, because we never got that version of Boba in the in the movies we just saw him as this bounty hunter with a reputation but we never really saw him how he got that reputation mandalorian season two he comes in he starts whacking dudes he's got the rockets on his knee pads he's doing all the things and then he's coming over he he uh 
he 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 kills uh, Fortuna, and we're like, oh, it's gonna be like a a, maf- a mafia thing. All right, cool, I'm here for it. But then we get this backstory of how he is who he is, but he's doing this whole journey in the present. I'm like, dude, what what the, what what? Where's where's that guy? Peyote where's, lizards, you know. Yeah. Like where where's that guy? Where's the present day Boba? Like because it's it's just a, it's such a slow burn as it builds up into this thing because half of each of the first three episodes were flashbacks, so just... it's taken us weeks to get to moving forward in the present, and now we're on episode six of seven, and we're finally going to see what's going to happen. So it's it's odd. Maybe they could have done the flashbacks like straight up and then leading up into it. So you're getting full episodes of the present as opposed to, you know, mixing it back and forth. But I get why they did it just to, he's doing these things here because this is what happened to him there. So right. I think, uh, I don't, I think that's kind of where it falls off because it's just the, taking the, so long. The, the, the problem with that tone. And I agree with you, man, but I think the problem is you, that you're right. He's doing these things here because that happened there. But what is he doing in the present? Like, what is really, what is actually happening? I don't yeah. know what's happening. Nothing's happening. Like, everything happened in the past. That's cool. You know, he got to know that, you know, the, the, the sand people and they actually were, you know, he, he helped them. Whatever. They, they killed him. Now he's got, now he's got a reason to kind of be angry and say, okay, you know what? He went and he avenged them. But in the present, what's actually happening? I don't. I still don't know. Like, I think what's, what's what we're getting because it should be the, the book school. of Fennec. Like it should be yeah. the book of Fennec. Like she's badass. She's making things happen, and he's not. He's kind of like, no, we shouldn't do that. Should we do that? I don't know if we should do that. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Like, dude, make a decision. Let's go. Like you're Boba Fett. Let's do this. You know what I mean? It's worse than that because he's like, I've made a decision. We don't want to. Okay. <laughs> I think. No, I don't think that it was thrown him, but. I think that I was planned. Think it, I think it was planned. I, it was, because... I, think, I think bringing Mandalorian in, it was planned because I know we've talked about it on this show of like where yeah. season yeah. three of Mandalorian is going to go yeah, and yeah. what that point is. And it, ha- it probably has to do with the fact of the Mandalorians coming together and using this lore of the Darksaber as, as Jin just makes himself moving forward to being that leader of the people. Because I that's think... what they're, that's, I think that's what they're trying to do. We've already gotten hit with the lore last season. We got hit with the lore again this past episode. Right, so right. like, those are tying the seeds of the Mandalorians making a comeback. Yeah. And then, I don't know, they die off in the sequel trilogy, like the sequel trilogy, because fuck it all. But, you yeah, know, fuck it all. It's, um, it's John Farrell's world and we're just living in it, you know? like. I just want to touch up, too, because I, like I said, I feel like Boba has really, he does take a backseat <laughs> to the show because, like how you said, Joyce, like, what is he doing right now? He's not focused on bounty hunting, and it's becoming about the cast and the world that's around him. It's not even focused on the main character anymore. It's again, if you look at it, it, it was focused on the bikers who came to join him. That episode, they were the ones doing the chase. Um, it became about Black Chrysanthemum. We're introducing him in the show, so it's kind of like it's called the Book of Boba, but it's more of him taking the back seat. And as I said, Val made a good point where. It was that in this first episode, and when we see Bo- Boba in the beginning, it's just him sitting in an empty hall with Fennec. What we're probably going to see, and like I said, the uh, and and just my belief is that for this show to really have an impact with fans, the next episodes have to be hard hitting. He has to now start putting his foot down because we're getting the slow burn of him building his army. Um, and it's like we're seeing a version of Boba that we don't know. It's a diplomatic Boba, and he's trying to build his army. And what he's doing is build that trust. But it's just it's such a slow burn from what we've got from the Mandalorian. But um, let's throw a Tom Brady pass to Pong with this question. It's this. Um, 
I want to ask you guys this is I'm going to start with Tom with this one. How did Who's you Tom Brady? I, <laughs> oh, um, you're you're Tom I, Brady. I, oh. watched the, I watched the Super Bowl for the commercials. Um and the wings. And the wings. Mm. There you go. Um, how did you feel about the explanation though of going into the lore of the dark saber in this episode that we got in the book of Mandalorian? Um, Pong, I'll let you go with this one. Well, so as far as the lore for the for the dark saber, um it was a kind of a, a of a review of what we knew from the last season of, of Mandalorian, which cool, no 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 issues there. I did have I did wonder who the hell's in charge of the Mandalorians, because the one that wields the dark saber is the one that can do the do the thing with the stuff, right? But at the same time, someone saw his face, so he's kicked out of the Mickey Mouse Club. So now, what happens? Because he's he's you know he's simultaneously the only guy that can lead. Because he's got the dark saber, he was even challenged for it in battle, couldn't get it. So who's in charge of the of the Mandalorians right now? And I think so, that that might be what season three is about. But go ahead. I think he still is. I so he's he's still a Mandalorian, but he's not a part of what that religion that like his group his is. Group. Yeah, his group because oh, okay. that's what uh Bo-Katan said. Like they're religious zealots, essentially. Right, like they right, they're right. hyper, you know, whatever. They weren't on Mandalore during the purge, right? Mm-hmm. So because she it, says that they they were on they were on one of the moons. If I recall, if I'm recalling the right, dialogue correctly, right. yeah, they're on yeah. one of the moons of Mandalore. So right. the leader of Mandalore is the one who had who has the dark saber. And I think what's going to happen? Uh, well, yeah, he's not he's not part of that clan anymore because he was just like I showed my face to the people I care about, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think it's probably going to do with the fact that Mandalorians are scattered, and that's kind of been like their shtick even before Attack of the Clones and all this. Mandalorians have always been a scattered people. In the old legend, they've been they were a scattered people, and like they were mercenaries and all that. So it may be him just kind of bringing everyone, everyone, everyone together, uh, either to bring his people to go back to Mandalore to find a new planet, or just to kind of kind of solve a problem that he feels is is missing. Because I think. Din is trying to figure out what his purpose is now, because yeah. it's yeah. not just doing bounties. At that, at this point, it's before it was doing bounties. Then he met Grogu, and he felt he had a bigger purpose, and he decided to give Grogu up to Luke. And now he's trying to figure out, okay, well, what's what's my purpose now? And then after getting the dark saber from Moff Gideon, it's been presented to him that, oh, well, you're this person. You may not want to be this person because Bo-Katan wants to be this person, but currently, right now, you're this person, and. You're gonna bring our. You're gonna do some prophecy, bring our people back together, or or something. I, you know, I, I, I'm interested to see what they do. Um, interested with how it works. It's just, I, I, I'm just curious as to like, I'm the timeline, man. It just, it, I hate it I because I know I don't want to be stuck to it, and I don't want to think about it, and I, it's separate. It's just the timeline just gets to me of like you do all this really cool the stuff. I want to see what. I think yeah, he's gonna run. What was the the, the oh. mammoth thing? The, yeah. the jumbo. Oh, the jumbo okay. Yeah. George, but, but no, I, I just, you would still have to go to that, like the waters, and the waters yeah, were destroyed. destroyed. Yeah, yeah. I see. I, I my question, George. my question. Maybe you guys can answer this for me. Is all right. So he has this battle with um with uh, what's his name? Um, you just gonna call him Big Dude? Yeah, with big the dude. big dude, right? Mm-hmm. He de- he defeats him, and you know it's done, right? And then she asks. Now is that normal for her? That because it just it just came out of left field. Like, of have you ever taken? Yeah, have you ever taken your helmet off? I think off? Like, it, it, it was brought up. I'm like, yeah. I think it was brought that? up in season one. 
Yeah. No, I know you're not supposed to take it off. I understand that. Yeah. But is she supposed to ask that after every battle to see if you are worthy of that sword? Or because it just came out of nowhere to me. I'm like, why the fuck is she asking that? She didn't ask. It's It's his sword. Let's move on. She was like, have you ever taken your helmet off? And now we all know he's fucked. I think she took that shit off. I think she you know was I mean? trying to calm down the moment because this dude was just heated at him, like, my family made that sword. It should be a man. And then he beat his I ass. I mean, Mando had him dead to rights at that point. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, but but, but yeah. also, I think, uh, one, I think almost every time we've seen her interact with, with Din, like, she's asked that question. Because oh, that's, that's, that's one yeah. of those things that is like, have you like, taken off your mask? Have you, like, because are you sticking to the tenants, essentially? Yeah. yeah. And How then, long has it been since your last confession, my child? That, that whole <laughs> thing. But yeah. also, I think it was in, it was more important, less for, like, to to uh, take the, the oh, my God, I just lost in my, my ego shit from the other dude, but it was more because he had the saber. Like, uh, yes, it's the creed. Like, I think it was because the creed and because he had the saber now she's like do you have this like do you, do you have you ever taken off your mask right. and she's like well you're not one of us but you're about to lead the, the mandos so if you're gonna do that you gotta figure some shit out like she, yeah. it was it wasn't it wasn't so much as like uh like you gotta go go fuck yourself it was more like uh you gotta go but like i trust that you're gonna figure out how to redeem yourself and how to bring like everyone together yeah I wouldn't be. I was thinking like even if he like if he had said no and everything in the past didn't happen, he just had it. She probably would have been like, "All right, well then we're gonna follow you." Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're now the leader. leader you're now. the leader. Right. You're, the, you're the leader of the of the of our yeah. of our group now because you have the dark saber and all this other stuff. But now she's like, "You're excommunicado. Like you can, you know, you don't uh, gotta go home, but you can't be here no more." You know. And in answering your question, Sebas, about <laughs> what the lore of the sword. I love the fact that it's heavy, right? Like that it, you can't, and, and granted in some instances it doesn't look like it's heavy, but I, I get it. But like even at the beginning of the show, you can tell the weight of it because he's dragging it along. It's sloppy the way he's using it. He burns himself. You understand mm. what I'm saying? So I like that they incorporated that into it. She's telling him you're fighting against it. You know, you're supposed to be fighting. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I thought that was, that was really well done the way they did that, which made, you know, made it very interesting for me. Yeah that, yeah, that ties into the lightsaber lore in itself because yeah. you have to be force sensitive to use a lightsaber. Mm. So it makes sense that it was, but like they don't have the force, so they're not force sensitive. They don't have midichlorians, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> but there's a way to go about it because of who created it. But it's always been a thing where like you can only use a lightsaber correctly if you're force sensitive because you know what to do because yeah. it's so light. It's such a light weapon. And if you go against it, you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. And I think it's kind of the opposite, where it's heavy unless you work with the weapon. The weapon becomes an extension of your arm, right? Uh, versus fighting against it, because you know he was fighting more like like a brawler with it. Even right. when Mo- even when Moff Gideon was fighting it, he didn't really have like mm-hmm. finesse with it. He was just swinging it. Yeah. So also, I was gonna ask next question of CBS. What do we think that the uh, the Beskar steel spear got melted down for Grogu for chainmail? Yeah, chain. Yeah, that scene hurt. That scene hurt me so much. Because you as saw person, her. You saw. Yeah. As a person who does some hobbyist metallurgy, oh, why yeah. the hell did you did you quench it? <laughs> why Why would you quench it? You didn't even finish melting it. You melt it down. You pour that into molds to make the links, and then <laughs> why are you quenching it? That's gonna just screw it oh up. Oh my god. Sorry. Anyway, I, I, I make, all the time. Best car. Um... Best car works different. 
Best car's different. There you go. There you go. We're back. We're back. So I want to. I want to. I, I do want to talk about the visuals of this episode, which was very because again, like they all up until now, most of the time we've been on tattooing. Even though this episode goes back to tattooing, um, we did get to see other parts of um the Star Wars universe um in this episode, such as how people are being like after the Empire, how people are being transported different worlds on um, Galactic Megabus. By the Galactic Megabus. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say Galactic Spirit oh, Airlines, but I'll go with that one. Um, <laughs> that satellite city that we saw that was really dope. The, the yo, the, the dude he brought your head to the butcher shop, too. Oh my yeah. god, I mean, I want to yeah. get you guys' thoughts on the visuals that we saw in this episode. Yeah, no, wants to go first. I, uh, somebody really likes Halo, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. loves Halo. Uh, I'm yeah, we're gonna cover, we're gonna cover, yeah, we, we got you, Alibao. we got you, we got you, we got you, yep. Are you a hater or you enjoy it? Nah, he, he put me on to that. Like he put me on to 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 uh to Peacemaker in in uh, what you call it in uh Suicide Squad. He was telling me he loved I hated him in Suicide Squad. He loved him in Suicide Squad. And he was like, I'm glad he's getting his own show. I was like, why is this guy getting his own show? Dude? <laughs> we were all yeah. like stupid. that. Like this yeah. is stupid. Like why is he getting his own show? And then anyway, we'll we'll go into that. But we'll get, um, we'll get to now nah, the visuals are dope, man. The visuals I, I you know, oh, I'm sorry, Pung, you were saying it's No, it's no, no, no like go, ahead, go ahead. It's fine. You know, I was just going to say, like, it's, I thought that in that, in that one episode, they told me more about this guy's plight than in the last four episodes that I've been watching about that other gentleman's plight. And he's the main, he's the main star of the show. Like, I understood that Mando was there to do a mission, completed his mission, grabbed this guy. I need information so I can find my friend. Where do I get it? But I got to go underneath because that's where my people are and they'll be able to guide me. I need to go there. Okay, this is where they are. Cool. Let me go down there. Do what I got to do. Oh, shit. Now I'm kicked out of here. What am I going to do? Now I got to leave here. Where am I going to go? Now I want to know what happens next. You see what I'm saying? Like the way they did that episode was just so well done. Like if they could have just done the rest of this. I don't I don't want the old Boba. I don't want it's not my. I don't care about that. I just want a good story. Give me the the hero's plight. You want to give me that? Give me that. But give it to me right. Like, don't try to trick me with, you know, you know, like, oh, just, oh, he's having flashbacks. That's like, you're you're tricking. You're trying to trick me into like, oh, I want to be interested. I've seen that. That's not what, you know, that, give me something else. And even if it's what I've already seen, make it interesting, dude. Like, like what they did with this episode. So the visuals really helped because it took us from different worlds. We even got to see where, what's his name, um, Anakin raced when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah, some of that shit, the, the the detail they threw into that shit. I was like, yo, that race happened there. That like one of those roads was still busted from when he was racing when he was a kid. I'm like, holy shit, the attention to detail that they did. I was amazed. Was a lot. I thought they did a great job on this. One. Bryce Howard, I'm telling you, the apple I mean, does they, not the apple did not fall far they, from that. They tree. have really mm-hmm. been connecting to the prequel trilogy in yeah. ways that you don't really think about because right. like you know bringing in the scenery of Tatooine mm-hmm. um bringing in who the sand people are and then making you like question like man that was man that's fucked up what Anakin did like, <laughs> now, like, yeah. why he was just yeah. able to kill kids because he was yeah. because you know like you know because I think we talked about this prior like everything else is sand people oh they're just they're just savages they're just yeah. bad guys yeah, yeah, they yeah. just stole mm. your mother <laughs> and I'm like all right well, I'm gonna go kill all these motherfuckers it's like <laughs> right I killed so, them so th- I killed the mother, the women, and the children, the children too. And the children. They went down like I, dogs. I'm like, I, have a, Jesus. I, have a, I kicked their dog. There was a little dog there, and I kicked and, that and too. Then, and then he's like, but he's like, will you marry me? She's like, yes. Yes. Hell yeah. I'll I'm have here your for babies. 
<laughs> let's do this both of them yeah so so uh, everything that you, that you were just saying there about about uh uh howard i forgot her what's her name bryce howard. dallas bryce howard, yeah. bryce dallas howard it, you know like the same people have been in charge of all the shows so far and that's why i say that this isn't it's not that it's bad on purpose it's just not doing what you think it should be doing it's there it's it's a veggie tale i'm telling you i'm good this is going to be a thing no it, it because you need you have to eat your veggies to get the other to get to the other stuff it's there to service the other things it's not there to be a thing on its own it's there to prop up the other things that are coming i'm i'm like I, if there isn't a big last two episodes, it would not surprise me at all. I just think, why call it Book of Boba? Right? Like, why call it yeah. Book of Boba? And then maybe, you know, you turn it's just call it Mandalorian season three and the Mandalorian then moves away from Jin and becomes Boba because he's still a Mandalorian. Because now, before he was Mando and now he's he's gone, he's gone beyond that. Um, and then you can kind of weave in, you can, then you can weave in the Mandalorian with Boba, but you're still having that story. You, you calling it Book of Boba, and then, like, it's not a good sign when your best episode doesn't have your main character in it. Like, that's just not a good sign. I love it. It was a great episode, and my son was having, having a great time because he kept telling me that I lied to him, saying that Mando wasn't going to show up. <laughs> uh, you know, and he was like, you're right, you lied to me. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever, man. <laughs> you win this one. All right, dude. Um, I just I think that that's to me is the problem. So maybe you know Book of Boba maybe wasn't maybe wasn't it, or maybe it was just Mandalorian season three, and like they let you know that Mandalorian season three, we will we're not going to continue that story yet with Din until a little bit later. It's going to be now about Boba, and Din so may show ready, up. Are you getting ready to be shocked? The guy mm -hmm. that does the show with me on on Mondays and Fridays, he's out of town for the last week. I have I have yet to talk to him. He saw this episode and hated it. Ooh. he said it wasn't anywhere near as good as the others i was like what on earth are you talking about he's like <laughs> he's like well there's just all you know all the other ones you know there was really good political drama and this one was just seemed like a bunch of sci-fi gobbledygook and i was like what do you mean he's like well the scene where they went to the armor and all that i was like wait a minute did you see mandalorian season two he's like oh no <laughs> <laughs> so what's interesting about that though is if you don't come into it with the prior knowledge yeah. it's apparently a whole different show yep yeah no yeah you can see you can see because it's like if you don't know the character there's a lot that you're gonna miss there especially if you missed the last two episodes which yeah. again this should have been mandalorian season three where we're still getting mando story but also too we can also throw in what's happening with boba and mando would definitely help him out after you know boba came in and helped him with his shit but um well, again, before we before we jump just like the last thing too just to make you know make the point of what like it feels like disney has gone beyond the point of hand-holding their viewers yeah like yeah. they're they're beyond, like they did it with marvel yeah. and like yeah. we know where we are with marvel like if you yeah. haven't caught up we're no longer going to handhold you anymore yeah. because there's 10 years of content and you you can go well, we gotta go well what marvel's we, doing we gotta now. move but no but it just feels like they're doing yeah. that now with star wars yeah like, they're doing it with the shows they're doing it like like what you said right if you didn't watch mandalorian season one and two this episode comes out of nowhere be like why the fuck are we talking about this random dude i'm like you need to watch the other two two seasons yeah, and well, then we're gonna get ahsoka and be like ahsoka's gonna probably talk about the things that she went through and be like all right i don't know if they're doing it with the animated stuff i think that is where the pivot is because mm -hmm. they keep bringing in mandalorian lore which was brought in for attack of the clones the last season 
I think the smartest thing, though, to your point, Zone, and I'm sorry about that. I think what they should do, because Marvel, with the new phase, they released something called Marvel Legends, <clears throat> which is a recap of a lot of the stuff of each character. And I think that's what they should do with Star Wars for some of the fans who don't know a lot of the characters or a lot of the lore behind that, which I think they should have. Um, but yeah, you could totally see that. And I agree with you. But aren't they rewriting? Not rewriting, but they're... This is a sandbox because they're feeling they we yes, they should do it with the old lore, but for this existing lore now, a lot of the new the old lore doesn't necessarily dictate where this is gonna go, if that makes sense. It's just to introduce characters because like if you're yeah. bringing in characters, you can do quick shorts with that and do snippets if you bring in the right team. But I want to talk about Pelemato, um, who um again redefined um what it is to date a Jawa because you know she dated a Jawa and became Yo, a funny and the Navajo fighter making its return and coming back to be that Buick Cadillac and that whole scene of everybody customizing the car. Um, Tone, I will let you take this one. That shit was less like a Buick, that shit was a fucking Chevy. (laughs) Yeah, that just reminded me of like an old muscle car that, yeah, that old muscle car your uncle has. Like, I'm gonna put it back together, all right, uncle. (laughs) And it's in the covers and and it's lifted up. How did, you years. Oh, how did you when that motor got revved yeah. it was cool it, it was cool i think i think at this point they're they've been doing stuff with like the speeders and everything just like to make it feel more like 80s mm. back in 80s and 70s of when the original mm-hmm. trilogy came out um so like having the muscle cars and having all the, the chrome scooters and having even the you know even the the, the racer the the speeder scene in streets of most espa uh which is literally a direct representation of back to the future uh right. which which people were calling out i think they just kind of they did it they did it to do it just to kind of pay homage to it but I, i'm i'm i enjoyed it i mean with her i was like man i never heard anyone else speak jawa so that threw me for a loop i was like not, <laughs> right? i was i was not expect i was not expecting she dated a jawa she's a great people understand jawa but not speak it right yeah yeah okay. because they'll they'll listen to jawa and yeah, then they'll right. talk to jawas in basic yeah. right okay yeah, yeah. That that job I left an impression on her, George. Yeah, no, dude, and and that's and I hate to keep doing this shit, but like, like a character like her, for example, right? Fun character, just side character, fun, right? She's data Jawa. She said they were furry. I was cracking up. Like that, those characters are missing in the regular, in the regular show. Like even those characters, I was glad to see her. I was like, oh shit, I remember her. She's hysterical, and I'm. And you know she's in there doing her thing, and she's revving the end. I'm like, wow, this is cool. So I I enjoyed the fact that she spoke to the Jawa, she dated the Jawa, like those little side things. She was actually in episode four. I missed her. Like she was, she had a little cameo. Like as as the Mandalorian is, I mean not the Mandalorian, as, as Boba is is going. I forget where he was going. You see her in Tatooine. You see her walking back towards her garage. Like she made a little yep. cameo appearance. But like, oh yeah, when um when Boba came in with the with the yeah. Panther, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think that's letting us know that's the same time in season in in season one when Mando shows up. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. 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 They just they just framed it they framed it differently because they did yeah. the whole thing with the with the stormtrooper helmets and I was like, oh, right. this okay. Now we're we're at the same time of that episode. We're at the same time, yeah. So they did it. I think, like I said, I I, I just I love what they did with this episode. I mean, they gave us all of that in the episode. So many things that we can say. I like that. I like that. I, I think there's very little things that we can say I did not like about this episode. And she's one of those things that I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like 
it didn't seem like it was going too long. I was like, oh shit, I wanted to keep seeing what else was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when she came in and, you know, she was obviously supposed to have been working on something and she wasn't. Um, <laughs> it was, it was just, it was just cool to watch that, man. I, I loved when they brought her back in. Law. So, but oh, yeah, Law, Law, which, which oh, one do you guys want so to go first? Go for I was going to say, uh, I, I, as far as the name, you were, you guys were talking about the the name earlier. I've always hated the book of Boba, Boba Fett from the beginning, just because there's too much alliteration in that name. But they should have <laughs> just called it like the book of Tatooine or the book of Mos Eisley or something like that, and then had other little characters come through and build more of the story. Because I'm still holding out for a for a uh, for a series about the Spider Monks. Mm-hmm. The ones that have their brain in the little jar. Yeah, the, 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 that, the, that we the, saw like in the, the first episode. Yeah, they they lived they lived in um they lived in Jabba's. Right. They were the they yes. were the original oh, inhabitants right. of Jabba's right. castle, right. Right. and then yeah. they got all kicked they got all kicked out, yep. uh, and now they just kind of walk around. But yeah, they're monks who put their brains in the red the red tube of ooze is is yep. their essence. Yeah, Ivan ooze. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I like so to 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 uh, your point. Um, George, like with the side characters too. Like I think we're getting side characters in, in Book of Boba, but we, but we don't get them for that long. Like I want to know more about the Cantina leader. Leader, I think she's pretty dope, and like she yeah, knows true, what's going on. True, like true. why don't we know more uh, about her? Why don't we know more about the three families that are running everything? Like we get little bits of lore. Like because I want, we're so busy with these you know, flashbacks. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you could have had the flashbacks. Yo, two in the first episodes, episode, maybe episode and, and a half. Just yeah. do all of that. Do yeah. all of that stuff, yeah. and then you yeah. lead it up. Explore the, this world. Yeah. You know the stuff with the huts and the twins. Like they just they showed up and like, oh, this is a flex, and then they leave and because of the pikes. I'm like, okay, like, like pick and choose who you're gonna bring into yeah, this, dude. and yeah. let's let's focus in on them and let's have something going on. I like when we know what the other side is doing. I mean, I'll, you know, Star Wars wasn't like really like that but knowing what the other side is doing and then waiting for your good characters to kind of for those conflicts to come clashing together right and i feel like we're not getting a lot of that in this it's really just focusing on whatever boba's doing and whatever the pikes are doing or whatever the other people in yeah. most Espor are doing they're just kind of he's just showing up yeah you know and, and and just just making waves i would love to play poker there because apparently everyone just buys in and folds <laughs> even the job is where the we're like the we're, we're gonna take over everything he's like no they're like okay <laughs> and then they left like everybody just buys in and folds there yeah but um, i love that there was a lot of little stuff in this episode too like um for example when the jawas got that um whatever device the piece that they needed yeah. that was like a oh, throwback how'd piece. you get it <laughs> yeah, how'd you get again? Jawas come from the Bronx. Don't so, ask. Um, <laughs> <Stupid facts. laughs> Hans Point. Yo, we, we, go. I think we have to get to that point. Like, uh, yeah, Mando, like, episode, Mando season two. Yep. Mando episode two, season one is when we make the joke <laughs> that they are literally from like the they're from the Bronx. <laughs> but I love it. From the Bronx, they're gonna take your radio and they're gonna leave your car on, on cinder blocks. Like, yep. <laughs> no, I, I, but because that piece, if you recognize that piece, that was in the first Star Wars movie when they were in the trash compactor. Oh, that yeah. that 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 piece showed up in there when they used that. Um, the fact that now um the rebels are certified um. Highway cops night now in space, mm-hmm. and we got back Appa from um, Kim's Convenience, the actor who played Appa in Kim's Convenience, um, who's just sitting there again. It, it just, it, I, 
again, that was pretty hilarious. They're just like um highway cops. They're like New Jersey um highway patrol. That's it. New Jersey State Troopers in Spain. I, I like that the dude takes off and he's like, "Do you want to fill paperwork? Just let him go, dude." Like you know, it's, <laughs> it's like such a real answer. And, and you, you, have, like, you have a young kid like, "All right, Captain, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right." Like <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, any final thoughts? Like, what you guys want to see? This what what you want to see in this next episode? Like, do you think? Um, what are your predictions? Well, we, have, we have two more episodes. We got two more, and Mando even said, "I gotta get my friend." So yeah. we're gonna get a whole episode. I'm not against it. Look, I'm not against. It. That's not where I'm. That's not where this angst is coming from. But it's just like, okay, it's Book of Boba. But if we get a whole episode of him getting Grogu, what in the fuck is happening in this last episode? <laughs> I know. Doesn't I don't, matter. I don't know that. <sighs> You think Din is coming back for whatever Boba's planning? I think he is, but oh, he yeah. said he said I'll help free of charge, but I gotta go. I gotta go do. Something I gotta good. go do this. I, I'm. I feel like I'm thinking that season three will will be him doing that whole like to do. I, I'm thinking that maybe I don't think we see him in episode five. I mean episode six. I don't see. I don't think we see Mando in episode six. I think Fennec goes back, tells him I got. I got the person we want, you know what I mean? And they continue to do whatever it is it supposed to be doing. I still don't know what. And then in episode six, like, like uh, who was it? You said Arella said this, that at the end, or D, right? Oh, no, Val, Val. She said that um, at the end, I think that crew that you're talking about that he will have will include the Mandalorian. You know, Mando will be back for that last episode and then you're gonna be like oh shit and you set us it's up just, for it's just one of those things where like they, they they he said like jen says i need to go get the child and then we build up this whole to do of him not being worthy or ready to use the lightsaber of using the dark saber so is that more of a i will train for this in two years or i'm gonna train for this when i go see grogu with luke and i'm gonna learn how to use it and then i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna fight the pikes and cut them down with my with the dark saber so it just feels like there's a lot of little nuggets of like things he needs to do and then he's going to come back and help you know win this 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 turf war. I I yeah, my guess like... is they do a flash yeah, go ahead, forward. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Punk. Yeah, yeah. My my guess is that they're going to do a flash forward uh you know that he's I, I got to go do this thing and then right. you know when we start the, tomorrow's episode it'll be 1 year later or whatever. Yes. And then we'll see what happened in that 1 year in the next book of Mandalorian. Or in the next Mandalorian, <laughs> but, um, the Mandalorian I, of Mandalorians. That's exactly what I was gonna say, Punk. That's exactly what I think is gonna happen. That's like the setup for Mandalorian three. We don't see that, but he comes back and that. You know what I mean? Like that happens in that one um, year. Yep. Well, we're gonna talk about our next topic. Oh yeah. Lost favorite show, Peacemaker. He loves next. All the time, Law is just like my don't, God. Don't can fucking, we talk about Peacemaker. Don't fucking lie to the people like that. <laughs> So I want to get everybody's thoughts on Peacemaker. Well, give them your thoughts on Peacemaker. Come on. Why am I starting first? Because you hate it. The rest of us are going to be like, we like it. And all these other scenes. (laughs) Okay. So you guys like it, right? No one loves it. No one's saying they love it. It's DC's Uh, best thing. Yeah. There you go. Which is not saying a lot. But like, it's the best. No. It's the best no. food out of Golden right. Corral. No, 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 I love. No, no, I'm gonna no, say it. I love no, it. I'm gonna say it. The rolls are good at Golden it's, Corral. It's right. what? What one? Look, it's really good. And just because the DCEU has a low bar to settle doesn't mean it can still be really good compared to other forms of media. Like, I think that like if you look at just Peacemaker alone in the DCEU of TV shows, I think it can it can go against some of the other Marvel shows. I truly believe that. Like the oh, yeah. acting is good, the storytelling is good. 
Um, everything works. The only thing that doesn't work, and that's DCU's problem, and we and we as viewers need to just deal with the fact that this shit don't connect. Right. It doesn't connect. It never will connect. I don't, like as much as we wanted to. Yeah, they don't roll as like much that. as we truly yeah. want this to connect to the greater whole, I have decided I'm just gonna let that go and enjoy yeah. the show for whatever it is. But yeah. but look, you, you were gonna, you, you, you were gonna say nobody coming no. in hot. Wow, look coming in hot. Be- Ooh, Ooh okay. Wait, what, all of them? All of them? Or some of them? Not all of them. Not all of them. Wait, so so ready for the bottom <laughs> tomato? Yo, look. So what were you saying? Okay, so we so nobody like. So what were you gonna say? Like, I was gonna say. So like for me, so tone. Yeah, what did you say yesterday? You were like, I give it my seal of approval, and I was like, bet I'll take your word for it. Because I went into that, I was like, oh, I really don't like. I again did not want to watch it because I was just like, whatever. And tone for being like, I didn't want to watch either, and then watch it was like, yo, I actually enjoyed it. I was like, all right, maybe there's something redeemable. Maybe there's something I'm gonna enjoy. And I just felt like I was waiting for that moment of like, I'm oh, I'm digging this. Oh, I, I want to see what happens. But next. are you look real re- realistically? Because I know yeah, how you feel. Ab- no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. I know how you, we all know how you feel about the DCEU. We all know how you feel about DC in general, right? And do you feel? I say it with my Batman hoodie and T-shirt. Yes, yes, yes. But I think when it comes to the way we treat our DC stuff, because we always hold it mm-hmm. to the expectations of what we had growing up and all. Because to me, DCU, DC is what I grew up with. Like Marvel mm-hmm. is awesome and I love Marvel, but DC animation yes. brought oh, yes. me up. Yes. Brought me up in animation of comics. So all of my prior knowledge and all of my interests and all of that comes, comes from that. And when we get these live action adaptations, whether we do it or not, we unconsciously always compare it to that shit that we watched growing up. And I think it doesn't help because they don't plan it very well. But like they're bringing in all these characters and it's like, well, it's just not as good as the end. I'm like, well, I'm not expecting it to be, but it's yeah. it's still good. If you remove that, you have like look at it independently. I don't I, see how you looking, don't what is it that so, you don't like? So I was I was watching and I was like, all right, I wanna like the characters. Okay. Let, let, let's start real base. I want to like characters. At best, vigilante. At best. And I'm just like. Okay, everyone else like I'm just like I don't have a like that's my boy. Oh my god! Like there's there wasn't a moment of like super funny dialogue, and they try to be really funny, and they try to be real like, and it's not for anyone's like I love all the actors on that show. It's just not for me. Like it was one of those things like like Breaking Bad. I watched Breaking Bad, and I was just like, I guess I, I guess I'm the one person who just doesn't relate to it. Or two people. He's a, you're the guy who eats cilantro and it tastes like soap for you. I guess season, so. Season two and three of Breaking Bad were crap. They were just so. <laughs> so it was a slog. Well, I like it when season like, season two is a slog. But when they bring in Gus, Gus is the greatest fucking Gus thing that's happened. Yes. Right, but, that, but that's but that's Gus giving but that's having you wait for this yeah. thing. It's 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 like yeah. the whole it's like the whole Book of Boba thing. Yes. So no. it's, it's it's the same it's the same argument if that's but, the case. Because but, for but, me, I'm watching expecting like I'm like, all right, this alien thing. I called Merv being an alien from the minute he was like uh they showed the alien in the brain kind of butterfly thing. I was like, all right, bet, cool. Then I remembered that he was being real emotionless, and I was like, Yeah, he's a, he's one of the butterfly people. And he turned out to be like it was one of those things where I was like, 
I don't. I super hope that uh, homegirl doesn't become his girlfriend or, or love whatever interest because that's just fucking whack. Like there wasn't oh, hardcore. Enough, hardcore. Like there wasn't enough of like like Amanda Waller like sending your daughter so she could be the plant and like I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, that threw what, me. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The Amanda Waller. The Amanda. The Amanda Waller daughter thing threw me off. It did like I, throw me because I'm not. I wasn't. I, that's my preconceived notion that Amanda Waller don't got no fucking kids. She don't got time for that shit. <laughs> yeah, she was created for the show, but George, she don't got. She don't got time for nine months of not doing work. Like that ain't gonna happen. I kind of <laughs> just want to know like what I'm supposed to be like hopeful or expecting or like whatever for. We're, we're having an inter for everyone who's wondering who just tuned in. We're having an intervention with law to make sure that you know try to help them love peacemaker. But George, um, I want to I want to get your hot takes on this. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to touch up on Vigilante because you mentioned Vigilante and that episode in episode four when he's just walking down the hallway and everything that we saw and um, the simple fact of also to one of the chase. So Vigilante for me has been one of the dope characters. So I want to get everybody's thoughts yeah. on that. George, we'll start with you and then Pong, you follow up with that one. I, I, I like I like Vigilante. I mean, I do like Vigilante. I, I, I think the way they brought him in and like the fact that he's like like a fanboy, like he's like Peacemaker's fanboy. And he just wants to be down and he wants to do all these things. I think he's, 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 he's hysterical. And, and like to your point, um, Law, I think what works about this show is that the show is called Peacemaker and this is Peacemaker's story with all of these other supporting characters kind of like around that one character. This isn't a story about Vigilante and Peacemaker is just, you know, it, it, it's is there, which is why I like about the show. Like we're getting like I had I think what James Gunn is doing with this show is what he did with the with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Guardians of the Galaxy were obscure characters. Nobody really knew who the fuck they were. We watched that movie. We're like, holy shit. Where did these guys come from? These are great characters. Like, you know, Groot and all these guys. And I think he's doing the same thing with this particular... The, the, DC said, dude, just you want to write this shit? Go. Go for it. Right. And he wrote nine episodes. And he... he and I know you're saying he doesn't, you don't care about... He's actually making me care about Peacemaker. Like, the thing with his dad. You know what I mean? Like, the, the fact that his dad is this crazy asshole... And then you thought he wasn't, you, you thought Peacemaker's an asshole. His dad's even worse, which makes you kind of care for Peacemaker. You're like, damn, Peacemaker, I can see your dad made you do that shit to your brother. What the fuck? Who does that? Like, it really just makes you kind of do that. Damn, this dude is really fucked. I can see why he's so fucked up. But I, I know the question was about Vigilante, but I just, I just wanted to say <laughs> oh, that. Oh, go for it. But, but, but v, v is the man. I mean, the dude is just funny bro like the things he does and the fact that he knows he's kind of made fucked up decisions makes it even funnier like i just think that when he when she tells him yo dude like you went in there and and you, you know her, his dad is gonna do whatever he's gonna do he's like shit i fucked up like it's just those things i'm like yo this thing it, it, i think that they james gunn did a good job at writing these characters and i get that it's just stupid comedy i get it like he made that shit clear from the opening credits where they're fucking doing the stupid dance <laughs> Like, oh, you know oh, this shit long. is ridiculous. It's a dumb fucking show that's supposed to make you laugh. But he added and injected shit that makes you care. You feel me? Like, and that's great writing, dude. Like when you know this shit is supposed to be stupid and you still care about these characters to some level, I think that I think they're doing a good job with the show. 
Pong, go ahead. And and you, I know you had a hot take too on this too. You oh. found it. You found it. Go. I found do it. the secret. Are you ready? <laughs> do you want to know what the intro means? Mm. The intro gives away the whole damn thing. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Their moves. Space invaders. <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, Their I, moves mimic yeah. the aliens in Space Invaders. I couldn't figure it out because I like when they when they come through the door, uh what's what's her name? Uh Harcourt. Harcourt and someone else come through the door and they do this like like thing, you know, with their arms. And I was like, I was like, that's a weird dance. What is what the hell is that about? And I saw a tweet somewhere that was about like, you know, uh uh that that was saying it was space invaders. I was like, of course. And then when they do the pelvic thrusts, that's the that's the spaceship that comes across and shoots the 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 shot at you from the top. That's what that is. It's space invaders. They were they were telegraphing it from the beginning. I knew it was going to be something, some crap like that. But now that I hear the theory, I'm like, all the dances map, all the dances track to different different ships in space invaders. Wow. In space invaders, you know. it's bugs, right? In space, in space invaders? invaders? Yeah, isn't it bugs? You're thinking, no. sen- you're thinking centipede. You think it's centipede? Uh, um, yeah, but but it, this is peacemaker shown dealing with aliens with the butterflies. Yeah. Ah, that's a good. Uh, uh, and, and I've been sitting there trying to see like if something different happens with the dance because James says no, you have to pay attention to the dance. I can yeah. see it now. This whole thing of the space yeah, invaders. I think I watched the intro twice and then I was just like, it's the same. <laughs> so I just stopped watching it. It's, it's, hey, no, yeah, I stopped like, watching it. HBO HBO Max has the skip uh, skip intro feature now. it's my favorite fucking intro to any show i i can't skip it um but yeah oh i was gonna say vigilante um as as far as vigilante goes i i kind of touched on this last week uh i absolutely loved the scene in the prison that was just amazing Mm -hmm. like like he knew exactly how to get those guys to do what he wanted to and it almost worked it came damn close to working and i was just that was one of my just i loved it so so yeah, I guess really I I do I do really like I don't know if I can say I loved Peacemaker, but I can definitely say I really liked it. And that's coming from the guy that on this exact channel, probably less than a month ago, I was like, I just so do not care. Yeah. 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 And I watched I was. like yeah. I watched a couple episodes and I gotta admit, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. I look forward to it on Thursday. Again, you guys keep saying not bad. But, like see like Again, I'm I'm just I'm just hearing what you're saying. You're well, saying, I say not bad because the because the DCU always sets us up for a swing and a miss. Yes. So like you go into the DCU and you watch the media and you're like, oh, it's not bad. When not bad can like honestly mean a lot of things. Shazam isn't bad. I enjoyed Shazam for what it is. Shazam's a pretty good good fun movie. You know, <laughs> yep. I, just, Aquaman isn't bad, right? So like it sucks when you look at the DCEU. You could just say it's not bad and be like, all right, cool, I'll watch it. Like that is all you need to say for a DCE. Like I'm hoping when yeah. I watch Batman and it's two hours and forty seven minutes of full runtime before credits, I come out there saying it's something else that it bad. wasn't bad. <laughs> That's not <laughs> bad. <laughs> That's not bad, you know? <laughs> oh man, almost three fucking hours. Like wow. Um, like, I'm, I'm, you know. that's another one I'm unfortunately not looking forward to. I, no, I, yeah. And it sucks because like you watch the DCE and you're like, I just want it to be good. They yes. have the iconic characters, right? They have yes. Batman. Super you have they everything. Have all You're their iconic. characters under one yeah. roof, and they, they have all it. the yeah. You know, that's, and that's just, exactly where I am. Is like I just want them. I want them to win. I want them to do great. I don't even want like a big like 
blow me away. I just want you guys to be what you are, and they're not. I got a question. So with how rough the DCEU, the movies have been, do you think that the movies overshadow a lot of the other properties that have been doing okay? Do you think not, it means like a bad well, what's other properties? Do you mean like well, do you, you have Arrowverse? You right. have um what's it called? Um the, the show with Brendan Fraser. I forget the name of it right now. Um it's not oh, the other um, um oh, Doomsday Patrol. Doomsday Patrol, like Doom Patrol. Patrol. Yeah. Like you have a lot of other good shows that are out there. Like Naomi's doing pretty well, but yet because of this stench that the overall dcu has left do you think that it's hurting a lot of these properties from but are we that the the whole thing becomes are we lumping their shows and all the various like hbo shows the cw shows the like you know alfred pennyworth i don't know know about the other ones but i know i know looking at the way they're doing it peacemaker comes from the suicide squad which comes from suicide squad and if i recall suicide squad is part of snyder's dceu because it had his Batman and it had all that other stuff. So it's all kind of part of that line, which probably will be wiped out because of Flashpoint, because they're deciding to wipe their slate clean. Yeah. I don't like, you, no one knows where anything is. We know that Batman, the new Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman that comes out next month is part of Earth 2. Like they said that. They said it's a completely different Batman and it's completely different Earth. I'm like, all right, well, at least you ripped the band aid off and told us from the jump. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't I don't know. It's like they're playing with the multiverse idea, but I feel like they're only playing with the multiverse idea because that's the only way to explain the nonsense. Yeah. Where yeah. Marvel's like, we're doing this as a single timeline, and then we're gonna bring in the multiverse when it works because now we own most of our shit, and now yeah. we're gonna play with the multiverse because we have such a solid timeline. Yeah, I, I, I think what what you said earlier, Tom, was right. Like I think that we just gotta forget about. These guys are not going to make sense. Like, let's just forget about DC making any kind of sense, any kind of continuity. Let's forget that shit. Let's just look at each property that they're putting out for what it is, just that one property. And forget about the promises of other shit coming out because it's not going to come out. Because we saw at the end of whatever movie, we saw Batman, you know, in the desert. That shit's never going to happen. Like that, they lie. It's not going to happen. Let's just let it go. Forget about it. That's not what they do. And... We never said that about their cartoons, right? We always said that their animation was where they excelled. And, and, and the movies never hurt that. The movies never hurt that. And I think that we got to start looking at their shows the same way. Because Flash, it's a good show. It's not a bad show. I think Gotham was a good show. You know what I mean? So, so <laughs> what else I did? Let it go. Let, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's it. It's, it's done. And I think that if we start doing that, I think we're, we're going to enjoy, well, I think you'll enjoy the shows a little more if you just forget about the fact that they're going to fuck it up. Like, I think we come in there with that. These guys are going to fuck that shit up. So when we get Peacemaker, we're like, they didn't fuck it up. They didn't. They like, it up. this actually works, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and now from what I understand, they're doing spinoffs of other characters within. Um, uh, yeah, James Gunn is getting the green light. Right? because He's getting the green light for other shit. He's getting right? the green light because of uh, success. And it's going to be interesting because if Matt Reeves' Batman fails, how much is DC now going to throw at James Gunn because they're going to look at him to try to be the guy to build their stuff? I mean, I mean, he did say this Guardians is the last Guardians, so he's technically done with Marvel unless mm-hmm. he comes back to do 
to do other stuff. But I, I don't think James Gunn is going to be coming back to Marvel because DC is letting him do the type of media that he wants to right, do. Right, right, right. Like right. they're letting him do R-rated content. They're letting him do whatever the like. Yeah. He, and he, they're letting him just run with it. Yes. Um. So I think he'll probably go to DC, and I think I think DC is better with James Gunn. I think he brings something they, they that they that they didn't need. I didn't care for the second Suicide Squad. I just I was kind of over the Suicide Squad. It was really? I didn't I just I it's better than the first one, but oh, yeah. I just you know, it wasn't, you know, but it wasn't like, oh my god, it's the greatest thing in the world. It was a it was fun. I think Harley Quinn, I think, you know, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is like Chef's Kiff's amazing. That's who mm-hmm. she is. Yeah. Um I didn't care for Star Starro and all other shit and yeah, you know, some yeah. of the things. So, but like Aside from aside from all of that, I think James Gunn being in the DCEU makes it a better product. It's just a shame because I feel like we can't have these continuous stories that Marvel does. We always yeah. need to have an origin. Like, we always need to do it now. Like, we can't just have a movie with these characters and plug them in, and then all the other shit that happened in the past answers your questions and gives you the info. It's like, I need to explain shit in the first fucking hour, and then you get an hour and a half of, con- of original content. And, like, that's, so here's- you know. Go ahead, Pon. So, so I have a I have a throwaway, and I'm I may have a, a, an actual point in, in in addition to that. Yeah, I do. Uh, so here's the throwaway. Could you imagine a James Gunn directed Deadpool? Uh, but the the actual point is: Do you think that they are doing this intentionally? Do you think that 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 DC is doing that intentionally, not having them link up so that they can tell whatever story they want to without having to keep track of this giant canon, so that they can release a the Joker and now the Joker too. I don't know how with Joaquin. Um, yeah, with I, can, I can answer that because after Justice League flop, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna go the multiverse. These don't these things don't take place in the same universe." Because yeah. um, they're 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 really trying to put their whole Infinity Crisis. And like I said, I I think the Arrowverse has the best crossover second to Marvel in terms of bringing an ensemble cast together of heroes. whole multiverse of madness. Yeah. Um, no, I'm saying like after Endgame, like when we got that, and then now we're gonna get like we got um Tom, we got the Spider Man, which is another one, and then we're gonna get Multiverse of Madness, which Marvel's holding the key with that one. Um, but yeah, no, they after the whole Justice League project failed and they couldn't get it to jumpstart, they were like everything's just gonna take place in like different things and all that, so that they and they're just throwing stuff out there to get stuff to stick because i think they want to be the ones to say that we did it first like wonder woman i felt was you know it was about time we had the wonder woman movie but it was like oh we want to be the first ones to have a first female superhero movie oh we want to be the first ones to have this oh we want to be the first ones to have that like I and they were like, right for two-thirds yeah. of the movie yeah two-thirds of that movie is perfect they were yeah two-thirds but, um, i can watch i can watch those two-thirds of wonder woman and not get tired and want to turn it off and then we get to when she fights Ares. I'm like, and I'm fucking Dude, so I'm right. done. Once we get past No Man's Land, because No Man's Land is fucking amazing. Everything about two-thirds, amazing. Then we get to that last, that final arc. I'm like, I don't remember it. Like, you know, I talked to, talk to Jackie about it. And she's like, you know, I never really thought about this. Like, I don't remember the end. I'm like, yeah, the end sucks. The end sucks. Everything from the CGI to why she's fighting them. Everything. The, like, the Dragon Ball Z fight. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, but I. But to your point with the Justice League thing, I think that's Warner shot themselves in the foot with that shit. Uh-huh. After the tragedy that happened with with Zach, and he had to go take care of that, and you bring in Joss Whedon, and Joss Whedon just got to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do um, with it. He destroyed it. Like you watched Justice League, and you watch Snyder Cut, and as long as it is Snyder Cut, is a much better quality piece you know 
It's yeah. a much better quality piece. And like, if had that been launched, I'm sure people would have enjoyed that more because people, some there were a good major, people that did enjoy uh, Man of Steel, and there's a and there's somehow people that enjoy BVS. I don't know how because uh, I've watched it twice. And I was like, I can't like this. You this, watched it twice. I watched. I watched <laughs> the ulti- I watched the ultimate edition because I wanted to see the extra content. Oh, I watched the ultimate edition. It's like one of those things where I put it on during the daytime and I put it on with the kids. It's one of those. Yeah, I I just, could not pay me enough. Yeah, I don't um, understand, I don't understand how how it went. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna, just gonna say I don't I don't understand how that went so wrong with Joss Whedon because he he did Firefly. Firefly was great. He did the Avengers. Avengers was great. Avengers and then, one, and Avengers then Avengers, Avengers two. I think what ha- I'm like maybe, and I don't know. I don't know what it takes to be a director. I don't know any of that. But I think right. like I think Avengers one is like his magnum. Yes, that's his pinnacle piece. Yeah, Firefly is great, and I believe he was he did stuff with. I believe he's also Buffy the Vampire. Uh, Buffy the Vampire. Yeah. Slayer, I think Buffy the Vampire. But I feel I feel that Avengers one is his pinnacle masterpiece, magnum opus, and yep. Ultron. They probably told them you need to be better than that, and that shit probably fucked with them. Mm-hmm. And then because oh. because if you think about it, after Avengers, he did Ultron, which isn't the best movie, although it's better yeah. than Thor two. And then he, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't, I can't name anything else he did after Avengers one aside from Ultron and Justice League, both of which like negatively went down. Like one was worse yeah. than the other. And then Law, you're muted if you're saying anything. I was saying, uh, I think once they went, once they got the Russo brothers, like he was done with he was he was done after avengers too because he says he was burnt out he was going to retire from doing superhero movies um and i feel again what happened was that he was being brought on because dc wanted to have that flavor and wanted to and just let we didn't do whatever he wanted to do um and a lot of and i feel like the reason that we probably was burnt out from avengers is because he's because- problematic yeah, and I also feel like D- Disney was the one at the time. Like we don't want, and also too, he had to answer Feige. Feige, Feige, we know has gone on record to bat for his people, and at the end of the day, um, didn't want that shit. I mean, um, there's still problems though. Like the whole yeah. thing with like Natasha being like a side piece for Bruce, and like yeah. you know, like it had you have that whole narrative, and then you got the fact that the woman was pregnant, and you put a green screen bat band around her belly, and she's doing action scenes. So I'm like, all right, well, he Joss doesn't do anything for her. But she's being a badass and fucking fighting, doing stunts with fucking baby in her belly. So that's like, not the, I don't... that's not the first actress who was pregnant that he's done some stupid shit with because Charisma Carpenter too came out. All of it. They all came. If we did an episode, we can do a whole episode. Yeah. It's not going to be the Josh Whedon hour. No, no. But it all came out, especially after the Justice League stuff and what Gal was saying about him, and like, like even the jokes in Justice League when the Flash falls on top of her. I'm like, that's not fucking needed. Or like the scene where you're like hovering over Wonder. Wonder Woman's ass, and then it moves up. I'm like, again, it all started needed, with, with Cyborg. Know. When once Cyborg like said oh, his yeah. piece, and everyone was like, "Oh, bro, bro," and then I was like, "That's fucked." And then now that it's like kind of getting revealed, everyone's like, "Oh, Cyborg, you were right." Like, come on, bro. Oh, Ray Fisher, you got screwed over. This entire movie was amazing with you. <laughs> so we could we could be stuck on weed and all, like you said, it's another episode. But I want to get back to Peacemaker because yeah, yeah, no. we definitely went off the rails on that one. Um, that is what the gorilla, the gorilla. Told you. The gorilla. Chekhov's gorilla. We got to talk about gorilla. the gorilla. Did you guys expect that, George? We will start with you because you, you, come on, the gorilla. Was so, I? Ex- no, I wasn't. I, I wasn't expecting that at all. I, I, I wasn't even expecting him to get chopped up with that. Uh, uh, what you call it with the uh, chainsaw either? Like I did Chekhov's not. Surprised, I'm surprised Peter has not made a statement of how brutally. <laughs> 
murdered that gorilla was. Yeah, yeah. I was more surprised that they didn't use him to be Grodd or somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Like I'm glad I, they didn't. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I think, <laughs> I think they separate themselves so, from all that shit. Like they like yeah, the gorilla. But you know if I mean? they have like hyper intelligent, like being like you know you can you know have the butterfly in his head like. I would have been. I would have been like, "Oh, you're setting up Grodd for later. Like he's he's got it, and whatever the when I don't know." Yeah, it would have been more like, "Oh, it. for me." I thought it when when he first showed up. I was like, "Oh, they're making him Gorilla Grodd." I'm like, "No, he's just he's just got a butterfly, and he's just like a, a strong butter, you know, uh, uh, bodyguard or something." Yeah. Yo, uh, so 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 so, Pong, you're next on that. The gorilla, come on, give us the thoughts. Oh yeah, so so I mean, it was it was the most obvious thing in the world. If they they, they did the news thing, like oh, a gorilla escaped from jail, and I was like, yeah, we're gonna see that gorilla again. That was, that was, that, that's a thing. Um, and also, of course, Chekhov's chainsaw as well. You know, like oh, hey, I want to kill somebody with a chainsaw. Okay, someone's about to get killed with a chainsaw. Okay, cool. Uh, but um, I do wonder though, do does this mean that that all gorillas have the ability for speech? But they just don't. They are like either they just don't, or they 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 can't put it together, or like you know, like do does does this mean gorillas have speech at least in the DCU? Grod. Grod has, but Grod is uh, Grod has the helmet, or he's just super smart. I forget his origin. Uh, it's a little bit of both, I think. Okay. Yeah. There was like a gorilla nation too that they touched up. I remember they showed it in the animation. Yeah, but, I remember that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about how Adebayo got bodied by that gorilla when they were coming. Everybody <laughs> got bodied by yeah, that gorilla. Everybody was getting thrown. Yeah, there there was there was no one who stood a chance. Like yeah. everyone Yo, was getting clapped. Cena I, got th- like every. It was great. I died. She looks at it, it's like gorilla. Boom! She didn't even get to finish it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a fucking go- <laughs> loved it. Yeah. So great. Oh. But yeah, I mean, also to the scene between Cena and Economos, uh, Economos, I can't even say his name, mm. Economos, when they were in the doing the PowerPoint presentation, the best PowerPoint presentation I've ever seen. Um, so it's like them doing the scene, that whole scene between Cena and that actor, that was just beautiful. What did you guys think about that scene? And and I was telling um someone earlier, I think that whole scene that Cena did, I feel like a lot of that was ad libbed. It was. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to only say two names. And really, yeah, he was only supposed to say like Miley Cyrus and somebody else. And uh, James Gunn was like, "Give me more names," and he just Bleh! and they were like, "Give me more fucking names." And he, and they just kept so they were there just doing that scene, and they were all just fucking cracking up because Cena saying "Red Robot" from Voltron, like what? Who? I knew old guys from the Muppet Show. Yeah. All of so what's funny is that like when Cena goes on these rants, so like when he did the one with the old guy and he was talking about how Batman is more of a villain than he is, right, right. like you know, like uh about how he doesn't let any of these go, and that he could have just put a could have killed them and ended like <laughs> I think Cena performs that shit so yes. well. Yes. And he yes. really like he just perform he just performs with such conviction. Obviously, like the wrestling definitely helps. Like you see like yeah. his personality from wrestling shine in this show. And like you really see it. So I, I yeah. feel like the character was definitely James Gunn made the character for him. He for him. makes the character work. Um, and it, you know, he makes it a he makes it a fun watch because if Cena didn't land, yeah. this show doesn't work. Because I didn't really yeah, care for true. Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. I thought he was a dick. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was funny, but I thought he was a dick. And I was like, I don't need a whole show with this guy. Yeah, right, right, right. And you didn't. Then they really play up the fact that like his dad's a white supremacist, and like he's been he brought up all this shit happened with his brother, and like he's like 
trying to be good and the whole justice thing is like i'm not like you dad like i'm still gonna kill people but i'm not a racist uh <laughs> and like it, they try to make you feel for him as this flawed character based off his based off his upbringing um and the pressures he put on himself even like when he's in the scene with the trailer he's punching himself saying i push everybody away and all of this but then you know you put that next to like his ridiculousness when like he's sleeping with the butterfly and he's yelling freedom so like there's just there's so much there's so much about him that i think make it funny and make it work for us it's like yeah this he's a good solid 3d 3d character because he's going through that shit uh with what happened with his brother and like and then i'm sure i'm excited to see what they what the diary's about like what are we going to get from that diary yeah that was i don't understand that at all was that his actual diary I don't know. I don't know no, why Waller wants her to put the diary there. I don't know what it is. It feels like it. It feels like they maybe got it from him because they have this whole file on him. It could be his brother's diary. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah what do you What do you guys speculation on George um, Pong Pong? Go. Oh uh, no! Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I really honestly I don't know what's in that diary and and the fact that you know it, it's kind of it's kind of fuck and and that's part of like what I was telling you about with the characters like Adabayo, for example, right? She she kind of likes him. Like she likes him as like she thinks he's a dick. He's obviously a dick, but she kind of like, damn, I don't want to do this to this guy. But my mom's telling me I gotta do this shit. I gotta do this shit. I gotta put this freaking this thing, I gotta set him up and I gotta do it. I don't know what's in that, um, what's in that diary, but I thought it was hysterical when he's giving her that drink and this she's like, This shit is disgusting, and he they can't even drink it. Like like little shit like that. I know it's stupid comedy, dude, but like I fucking crack up when I they're drink, they're having that drink. She's like, "Yo, you just got a beer," and he's like, "Yeah, I'll give you a beer." Like it's just stupid shit like that that just cracks me up about the show. It just I just caught on to the fact that that I think the reason he did that is because he doesn't know how to mix a drink. <laughs> I think that's what it is. He's yeah. like, "Oh, when people come to your house, you're supposed to mix a drink for them." He knew that much, but he didn't know how to mix a drink. So he no just problem. threw a bunch of crazy crap together. And I thought it was because he had four years old of shit in his fridge. Oof. No, he he just didn't know how to mix a drink. That and I, yeah. I, I instantly thought in my head, I was like, oh, that's gonna piss off Tone. He makes a mean drink, makes a mean old fashioned. I mean, I wasn't even thinking that, but yeah. I mean, I also do think to that point too. Laws the the uh, the four year old stuff, but I guess he must have went food shopping because he's eating raw eggs. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. so. So speaking of, of of peacemaker, I had I had a thought on this. So I I was trying to trying to like go through my head. Why in the hell is peacemaker keeping the butterfly? But when he's going through the plant, he's killing them. Bang 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 bang. Right? He doesn't care. But then yeah. I just I just realized Murr's doing the same damn thing. Murr's running a crew that's that's doing the whole thing. Do you think that this is a whole um? This is like a war between two different factions of butterflies that's being brought here. I it, thought that it could I definitely be. thought that with Murr. Like, yeah. why is he why is he letting them do this? Like he he knows that they're uh you know shooting they're shooting them and killing them and stuff. So I, I don't but I guess and I guess we'll find out because obviously they're not gonna kill Adebayo on Thursday. She's not gonna die. He's gonna probably talk mm -hmm. to her. Right. Um after she, after he, she, after he knows that, like she, she knows who he, what he is. And I think we'll find out more info because the whole butterflies thing is so up, up the chain. Also, too, up don't forget. Go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry, sorry. No, no, no. That's it. It's just you know, pretty much just how they connected all the political. I was going to point out too what Judo Master was about to tell Peacemaker. He's like, you don't understand what the butterflies are here, and then he got shot by Adebayo, mm -hmm. right, right in the gut. 
um, right there. Or was it a gut? No, it was like more of it around the chest area. Yeah. That, was a, that was a chest shot. Yeah. But yeah. we do know that she's not. We do know she's not a uh, a, a butterfly <laughs> because uh, uh, they looked at her with the x-ray glasses. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. I, which I also like. The fact that they brought in like the different helmets and what each yeah. helmet does. Yeah. I like that they incorporated that because it just looks ridiculous. Like in the movie, I was like, what the fuck is this guy with the stupid helmet? Like, this is retarded. And now I see it and I'm like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. Like, oh, so Ray coming in. Kid. You got yeah, a you got a plus one to the you got a plus one law. Got a plus one to the dance. Oh shit. <laughs> but I do like the fact that he has the, the X-ray. Cause like when he walks in, he just starts blasting him in the head. And she's like, I thought you were gonna be cool. And he's like, Do I not look cool? Like I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just i think that they're doing like that that part of it i liked also that they added that into the show i love um the the, the fact again um eagerly eagerly <laughs> eagerly is just awesome eagerly we all need it eagerly i don't think so because then I mean, I, the, crude, I, the crude humor humor and the violence but like the then you the, humor, as, yeah. the, the aspect of the fourth wall break yeah which is uh you know the fourth wall a, break. but the content for uh, you know, for all the shit they're doing, yeah, I can see the similar. I can see the similarities. But then again, you got the boys. You got um, what is it? Um, on Amazon, what's the other show? Tone, um, Invincible. Uh, Invincible. I mean, you have a lot of shows that are doing that when it comes to like with these superhero characters that you can say that Deadpool is kind of led some of the way for that. But um, with James Gunn, it's just this is just him getting free range to do what he wants with the characters, and it's actually making it more edgy, um, in a way, um. But again, going back to Peacemaker, I don't know. I, I love the fact that we're getting this whole thing where we're going to see him take on his father because that's probably where we're leading up to it. Um, eh? Ray, you, you, you're you hitting the cans again. Love you, bro. Um, Eagerly, like a cartoon. There you go. Disney cartoon. But um, no, I love the fact that we're getting the whole thing with the setup because his father's out now. Um, the cops are coming after Peacemaker. Um, again, the whole thing with Mur being um, a butterfly, like what is his agenda against his own kind? And then like, the the whole butterfly that's bonding with Peacemaker, especially off of that scene where, you know, he got the butterfly high and that butterfly is, just, that butterfly is down with him now. <laughs> he gave him the munchies. But yeah, I mean, what do you guys see? Like, what do you, um, oh, and we know that Harcourt, um, James Gunn has confirmed that she's going to appear in more DC properties. So the, the actress as the character will be back. Uh, where do you guys think that we're going to like what are your predictions or what do you want to see or what do you want to see DC take the Warner Brothers actually take from the Peacemaker show that's working so well or would you de would you de like, give your opinions on it and um, we'll go around the room we'll start with Law I knew you were going to pick me <laughs> um, You're honestly, honestly I have no idea like what I would want more of because I still don't know what I'm getting. Well, so let me like, ask you the freedom that James Gunn is having right now, mm -hmm. and the fact that the, the execs are not breathing down his back. Do you think that that would be a plus to DC for the future of DC, or do you think that it's something that would I think that I think that that approach would benefit any most any director? You know what I mean? Like a lot a lot of what we've seen in the DCEU has been like interference from execs going we know better than you and it's like then why the fuck are you hiring me like yeah. Yeah. like you want me to tell these stories or not because 
Obviously, you don't. You just want, oh, that's going to be really attractive to, to the audience, and we're going to sell out you know, millions of tickets and dollars. And all. No, you're going to get people really upset and really angry, and then you have to fucking fumble and figure out what the hell you're going to do with the rest of your shit. So at this point, I'm kind of just like, let's see where it goes, and you know, it is what it is. Um, George. Um, I, I I don't know where like the story is kind of going. I kind of I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um, what happens with it. But I think that what DC needs to do is exactly what they're doing right now. Don't try to be Marvel. Like don't try to like Marvel has Disney and Disney's telling Marvel you got to be a little more. You know we can't do R-rated stuff. We got to keep it PG. We got PG-13. Don't go too crazy. And they're in that they're in that bubble. They're doing their thing and that's working for them. DC. Don't do what Marvel's doing. Do your own thing. If you want to write R-rated stuff, if you want to get darker with your characters and all that other stuff, go for it, man. Like, just you know, stay in your own. Do your own thing. Don't don't do what Marvel's trying to do. I think that for a little while, especially with Marvel, with, with Superman versus Batman, they were trying to do that whole okay, we're going to tell this story and this is going to lead to the next story and that's how we're going to bring in Wonder Woman. And they were trying to do that whole thing that Marvel was doing with the Avengers. And so until they got to Justice League. In one movie. In one movie, right. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work. So don't do that. Stop trying to do that. That that formula obviously doesn't work for you. Stop. Do this. Because, I mean, I, I, know, Lord, I know you don't like it, but I think it works for them. I think this works more so. We're getting a character that we've, a lot, I mean, I've not, I never heard of Peacemaker. And a lot of these characters I've never heard of. And they're making it work for me. I, I kind of like this guy. I want to see what happens with him. I want to see what happens next. So I think that that's what DC needs to do. Pong. I I would say the best thing to take from this is is James Gunn because you know he seems to be just you know uh, being able to do to to work magic on just about anything he touches with this. Um, and if they are able to bring that managerial style of like just leaving people the hell alone, then so much the better. I mean, like yeah, like you, like you guys said, it's it's that'll help just about anything. Like, like that'll help just about any leaving your people alone for the most part and just trusting them to do their damn job nine times out of 10 is going to work out even better than if you try to meddle in it. You know, if you try to direct it over their shoulder. So, I mean, yeah. Tom, take it away. Uh, I mean, I gotta, I gotta go with what Pong says too. Just the whole idea of bringing James (laughs) Gunn really fleshed out what they can do with their obscure characters. And I think, they should do more obscure characters from DC. Just people that we're not all familiar with, that we don't have a bond to, unless you're like a hardcore comic book reader and you're reading all these characters. But just bring some of these other characters into the fold if you're going to do these TV shows while you figure out what the fuck you're doing with your with the Trinity, essentially. Because you don't know what you're doing with them. And that shouldn't stop you from making really good content because you own all of your characters. There's so many other superheroes you can do stuff, you can do stuff with, and... You can make all these shows really good and either connect them or leave them alone. But DC owns all these characters and there's a lot that we can bring in to bring forward. And I think that's the route they should go. And if James Gunn becomes their person who does all this as he finishes Guardians 3, uh, then so be it. I'm exactly I'm I am excited to see what else he can do with these characters. Yeah, I mean, I again and just to touch up on that point, I feel that what's been working for Peacemaker, and I've been saying it, you have to get people who won respect the the comics industry and to just love the source material because that's why punisher worked john breath and all went into a comic shop purchased a bunch of punisher comics 
um, because he wanted to study the character. Um, why Witcher um, worked is that because Henry Cavill is a big fan of the Witcher series and he put input on the character. What we're seeing with Peacemaker um, is that not only do you have a cast that loves the characters, but you have James Gunn, who is a big fan, who has pulled obscure characters. He did it for Marvel. He's doing it for DC now. And it's just, you know, getting people that are working on these material on this material that actually understands and has a love for the comics. Now, it's not going to 100 represent what was in the comics because you can't because a lot of stuff, too, in comics doesn't age well. Like, for example, like the Mandarin, they, and I'm glad we waited to get the Mandarin. Um, the thing is, is that, again, it's it comes down to the people who respect, like Kevin Feige. Without Kevin Feige in the middle of all the Marvel stuff, you wouldn't have the MCU that we have today. Kevin Feige is the central guy, and he picked and chose the people to work with to help build what they have in the Marvel. DC, Warner Brothers, um, the execs, they're not the fans um james gunn has showed that he is a big fan of stuff um zach snyder had his own vision and i don't want to say snyder was not a fan because seeing the snyder cut it was decent it was good um and it could have been its own thing but um again you had execs that wanted this wanted that and when you don't have people who are paying attention to some of the source material pulling from the source because again just to bring up marvel again Marvel pulled from multiple sources, their ultimate sources, their what if sources, their alternate, their alternate comic timelines to make one big thing to cohesive for the MCU. Mm -hmm. DC Warner Brothers has a lot of content. And like Law always points out, Warner Brothers owns all their stuff. And it just it makes no sense. Let's make it make sense. And I think Peacemaker is an example of what they need to do because it's the numbers don't lie. It's beaten their Wonder Woman movie. It's beating Book of Boba. It's beating Witcher in terms of streaming numbers. Wow. And people are tuning in and talking about this show. Um, so at the end of the day, Peacemaker is what they need to sit down, study what worked, and actually look at their stuff, what's working, what's not working, and take a UX design course. And this way, you know, you, because your user experience is not working, whatever you're doing, we need some surveys, but that's just my take on it. You know what, just one last thing, Seabest, to what you were saying, like also it, it shows like they, to put them up against Boba Fett, they really took a chance. You know what I mean? And and I think that that's, that's how much faith they had in this show where they were like, you know what? Yeah. Boba Fett's streaming at this time. Let's put it out there and let it do what it do. And it's doing like you said, the numbers don't lie. It's doing great as far as numbers go. Yeah, it is. And again, numbers don't lie. And that's what they're going to look at. And unfortunately, that's probably what the execs are only going to pay attention to is the numbers. Yeah. And if that's the only thing you're paying attention to, you're not going to strike. You're you're not going to hit um, a home run out in the park again. You're going. It's it can be that this will be the mulligan you have, and because you're not paying attention what worked with the show, and you're only paying attention to numbers it's not going to work. So they have to pay attention, really go in like, you know, this is why. And, and James Gunn may be that guy where they just need to let him control his own stuff. Like it worked for the Arrowverse for a while. And I mean, I still think it does work for the Arrowverse that they're not really bogged. Up. The only thing that's hurt the Arrowverse is that execs have come to them and some that you can't use these characters. There's literally characters. They won't let them use any, like Harley Quinn. She only appeared as a silhouette on Arrow. When they were doing their Suicide Squad, and their Suicide Squad got screwed because as of the a, movie. As a voice, they yeah, were supposed as a to voice. have a headshot. They were supposed to have... Yeah, yes. it got screwed. Oh. 
and wow. and and yet the the writers and the guys, the showrunners for the Arrowverse, still did better than what they did in the DCU. Diggle Diggle from early on in Arrow was supposed to be uh, Green Lantern, like hinted and, at. And they pulled, and, and they were like, mm, "We got to rewrite that." <laughs> David Ramsey, the, the actor who plays him, um, he's um, set to direct another DC show for the Arrowverse. But if they sell the CW, that might mess up a lot of their stuff, um, which, again, I think the Arrowverse is something that they need to study because it has done with the exception of the last season of Flash, not the current season, the last season, which suffered from COVID and really bad writing. They've really had some good stuff coming out of the Arrowverse that a lot of people are missing. Like Naomi's a really it good It may benefit for them to just because if HBO Max is going to be the place for all this to cut a lot of the shows from other like platforms because you had Pennyworth on on uh epics or something like that you have uh the whole cw verse you have um uh what was it uh lucifer is on netflix you have all these like different like kind of just throwaway things all over the place start streaming line them all to hbo max get like the hbo max and hbo like money from it and do it right if you're gonna if you want it under the same umbrella and same movie you want it to actually do well for you just throw it in the same the same house and actually let these uh, like creators and the directors and whatnot play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, that's been a fun episode, guys. We, you know, gorilla and all. Long episode. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, it's it's past it's past our bedtime. Anyway, We've this been is been a lot of veggie tales this entire day. Oh, it's your veggies, your veggies, your sleep, your meat. Um. <laughs> But anyway, this has been a great episode. Thank you, George. Thank you, Pom, for coming on. Um, I'm gonna give you guys always a plug. First, I'm gonna give you guys the plug. So first, we'll start with George. Plug away. Yeah. So for everybody watching, go to uh, getyourmedswithaz.com. Check out my books there. Uh, The Adventures (laughs) of Wonder Duck is coming to Kickstarter in May. So sign up for the pre-launch page that's up there right now. And uh, yeah, that's uh, oh, and watch uh, Catch the Craze that comes on. Every Friday, we do some uh, live shows on Wednesday. We'll have a live show tomorrow. So check us out at 8 o'clock tomorrow on Catch the Craze. Okay. Thank you, George. And uh, Pong, we will solo you out. Well, let me tell you something. If you enjoyed watching me tonight and you enjoy making stuff and you'd like, and you're like, you know, I'd like to make stuff and watch that guy and maybe some of his friends. Who knows? Maybe Sebastian and, and Law and Tone will, will stop by. That might be fun. Well, have I got a channel for you. It's twitch.tv forward slash SynShop. That's S-Y-N-S-H-O-P. And that's every Monday and Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, it's right there on twitch.tv forward slash SynShop. Now, you might be like, hey, wait a minute. What the hell is a SynShop, man? Well, if you go to SynShop.org, you'll see that it is a makerspace located in Las Vegas, Nevada that has the tools and materials that you can use to make pretty much whatever you can think of. So stop by, check it out, find out about the shop, and join us Mondays and Fridays on uh, twitch.tv forward slash SinShop. The end. There you go. All right. That, that Damn, Book of Boba. So we got a great episode coming up next week. Um, the Korean series of Sammy Castillo is also coming out too because this is a series we got to cover. We still have um, – sorry we're behind on the creator series, guys, but those are coming out. We still have um, Sammy, Chris Burgos, and two other creators um, that we pre-taped last year. We had some technical issues, pulling some files, but those are back up and running. So Sammy's episode is coming out, so look for that. So if you guys are subscribing to the channel, make sure that you guys check that out. But, again, this has been your boy, Sebastian. It's your boy, Law. Anybody toned from across the hall. 
And make sure you watch Law's favorite show, Peacemaker. Tune in every Thursdays. But make oh sure you guys God. are back for next Tuesday. We got a great one for you. Peace. Uh, watch my Twitch yeah. streams. <laughs> yes, there you go. Play that beautiful B music. Thank you.